incapable of that. Talk to him, Steve. Well, because you know, come on. Because you have a wife. Well, I have a wife, and I don't. I don't really have female friends because look. Okay, let's get rid of this. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you this. Let's get rid of this right there. There, you're an attractive woman. There's some guy somewhere saying, "Yeah, I'm. We're friends." No, that's me. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor, and trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack the moment he gets the opportunity. Slide, baby, slide. 76. Got the homie Dammers popped out with me. Creator, designer, Dirty Diane Brand. What's up with you? What's up? What's up? I'm glad yeah. to be here. This is cool. This is something new. All right. I know you said it's your first podcast, so we're going to get you situated. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you'll be doing bigger shows in the future, so we're going to get you right. You feel right. me? So listen, honestly, Albert, have you ever heard my show before? It's okay to say no. So no, I haven't. <laughs> but... All right, that's good enough for me. So listen, we're going to start this show off on a positive note, as we always do. All right. So I'm going to give you a topic, and I need you to say something positive about it. You know what I'm saying? I like to start the show off on a positive note. All right? Okay. So for you, your topic is going to be the chunky felines that I see people wear. Give me something positive. (laughs) I mean, because, of course, you're a creator, you're a designer. We're going to get into, you know, your your brand. So I know you got the eye for fashion. Oh, my God. Positive about the chunky shoe trend, okay? More particularly, though, the felines. Something positive about Give them? Something positive, yes. Come on, let's start the show off on a positive note. She's struggling, for, people. For, okay, so <laughs> for people who are short, it, it definitely gave them a nice extreme enhancement to their height i mean that's that's really is that the best you could do they are that those those were just not don't don't oh, no. yeah okay yeah that's that's all I, that's that's the best i can do that's it right, that's, that's the best it. you can do so for the short, yeah. short homies even ladies because ladies and the men wear them yeah saying it gives you height i think i can do a little better than damn all right <laughs> um, being that the chunky shoes are a trend I'm going to say um, it, it's a cost-effective way to be trendy. It's a, If you can't afford... Okay, that's good, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you can't afford the... Yeah, if you, if can't you can't afford, like, the Buffalo London and... Yeah, I, I definitely... Def- that is, but... Yeah, so I definitely... I agree with that. That was actually really good. Right, <laughs> I'm mad right, I didn't so yeah. that one. <laughs> exactly. So if you can't afford the Buffalo London, which I know I can't afford it, because I don't know what that is, or the Balenciagas <laughs> and all that other chunky yeah. shit niggas is wearing... Mm-hmm. Just some felines. Yeah, definitely. That and was apparently, good. Apparently, nothing's wrong with it because um, I see everybody wearing them, all kinds of colors. <laughs> Do you still see them wearing them now? I see them every day of my life. I, I haven't seen them in a long time, like out and about. I haven't seen them. <laughs> but it's so funny that you bring them up. <laughs> all right, no, no, no. I just wanted to get the show up on a positive note. All right, let, let's get into it. So, June 6th, what's going down June 6th? So June 6th, um, so basically my brand, Dirty Diane brand, and I'm not sure if you guys know of For the Culture, For the Culture Clothing, um, we we came together and they asked me to curate something for both brands so we can bring my audience and their audience together to create some type of vibe. I can't a hundred percent say exactly what June 6th is, but on June 6th, it's, we are hosting something called appointment only. So it's, um, it's an invite only type of 
vibe. So you had to be exclusively invited by either myself or the For the Culture brand. And the way we did the invite was that we um, we sent it via DM or, you know, personally out uh, through text to people that we, you know, exclusively wanted there to create the vibe that I decided to uh, put together. So when I came up with the idea of like appointment only, it was to to basically like keep keep um, going on like the whole like invite only thing. But I didn't want to say invite only. So appointment only is what I came up with to keep it exclusive. And if you if you did get invited, um, you notice like when you when I sent you the invite, you noticed that you had to literally click the link, go on there, pick the date, set your appointment. And like, that's really what you have to show to be let in, you know, like you don't have to literally show up on your appointment time, but it's just to, you know, like keep the, keep the event exclusive, but I can't say what it is. And I can't say what you're going to, you know, walk into on June 6th. But if you got invited, the only way you will know what appointment only is, is if you come. So that's really all, right. all I so Shout out to the culture. It's going to be a vibe, right? though. It's going to be a vibe. It's going to be a vibe. I can't say that. Shout out to Fag. Shout out to Scrap. I'm not even know what I signed up for, but I definitely signed up <laughs> to be there. Yeah. Um. So, like you said, so it's going to be a vibe. So that's, yeah, it's going to be a vibe. Like it's going... Um. They came to me like we... We like your vibe. We like the vibe of your of your brand. We like the image of your brand, and we're trying to do something different for our brand. So let's join the two. And they gave me like pretty much full creative control over everything. They love me so much. Oh, so so it's a group like, project, they love but you doing all the work. Like, huh? <laughs> I said it's a group project, but you doing all the work. <laughs> no, they definitely they definitely help, but they literally let me do and decide pretty much everything. I always get the last word. All right, cool. But um, it's definitely, yeah, but like I said, if you come, I mean, if you were invited, you have to come to see what appointment only is. Um, all right, so two questions for you. First of all, for the listeners, if you haven't been invited, is it is it a wrap? Is it already? So th- this is the thing. It's not, it's not like, oh, if you weren't invited, it's a wrap. You may be invited to the next thing. It's just that number one, we are still under like yeah, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So if you if you didn't get invited, no, 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 no. So I will say this: we are still in the process of sending out invites. We're almost done, but we are still in the process. But out of the first day that we sent invites out, we already had like. 65 appointments made just on the first day okay and we're only allowing a hundred okay and if i am i mean if you are invited can you bring somebody with you or is it like no nigga this is your appointment no 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 no. if you were invited you did have the option to do like a plus one you know there were a couple people that were making appointments and had and putting like a plus 12 wow whole gang and (laughs) <laughs> we had like a couple like plus 12 someone put plus 59 i am assuming that <laughs> i'm assuming that the 59 and the 12 were like mistakes but i will say this though if you did get invited by myself or my partners from for the culture and you do not rsvp and you show up you can't get in because like it's, it's specific directions and people need to follow the directions. So Have like some respect it, people. Have some respect. Yeah, like disrespect like the aesthetic of what we've created and because it, it all flows. Like that whole day from from like from us dropping the flyer, the people RZPing, everything flows. So like if you got their RZP and you didn't do it and you show up, you're not getting in. I'm not even gonna have my phones on me on that day. So like it ain't gonna be Most like oh, me. I'm at or, or no, just just do the shit right. 
have some respect. People do the shit right. Yeah. All right, so listen, let, let's get into it. This ain't Rocket Science People episode 76. Um, I got the live going today. People asking mm-hmm. who's talking. We got Damaris with us, y'all, from Dirty Damn Brand. And all right, who's so asking? June 6th. I'm sorry? Who's asking who's talking? Uh, random people on the live. We oh, got okay. 200 people on the live right now. Let's get to five, y'all. I'm lying like a motherfucker. I am lying. Like a, if we can get the five people, we be on a roll. We got three right now. Okay. Uh, let's flash back, right? When when did okay. you? I know you're the founder of Dirty at Diane Brand. We were talking about before the show started your exact title. When did you start Dirty Diane Brand? So I I officially started and like made like an Instagram and really like decided on the name. In like 2015, I remember, I remember the, like the exact day that I like, I made my Instagram page. I was, um, I was living in Atlanta at the time and I was laying on my air mattress and I was like, I'm going to just do it. Cause for a long time I was like back and forth with like, am I going to really go hard with the brand? Am I going to really like you know, like really even do it because, you know, like I knew my eye for fashion. I knew like, you know, that I've always been intrigued by it, but I didn't really, at the time I was intimidated and not really sure if like people would, would believe my eye for fashion or believe like what I wanted to do in the fashion world. So it was 2015. I was in, I was living in Atlanta and I was, I was transitioning to move back to Philly. And to be honest, I really didn't even know like the direction or what I even wanted to create for the brand. Like, I, I knew it was going to be fashion, but at first I was thinking about doing wholesale. Then I was like, all right, I'm going to do cut and sew. And then then I just didn't do anything because I really like just didn't know. So for like the first two years, maybe even longer, I had no real direction for the brand. I, like I said, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So how did, how did you come up on the name? So the name is Diane was my grandma. Uh-huh. So my grandma and she, uh, she's my mom. That was my mom's mom. So um, most of my childhood, she was a big part of like my life. She passed away when I was seven. Right. So, um, but she was like always with me. Like we were literally like best friends. So she, um, she was like a heavy, heavy influence in my life. Like raised me, you know, very close to it with my, like raised me with my mom and uh, my other aunt. So I came up, I knew that I wanted her name to be a part of my brand, but I didn't know like how. So I was like, all right, so how can I, um, how can I incorporate her in the name? So I was like, all right, Diane, Diane, Diane. So I came up with Dirty because most people, when when you think of the word dirty or if, if you're like, describing someone or something is normally looked at in like a negative light. Right. Like, right. Like when you think of it, like if you, if you see a chick and you're like, Oh, she dirty. That's like, you it's know, a negative connotation. That you look at that person. So when I, when I thought, when I, when I thought of it like that and I started thinking of like myself, you know, I'm very lively. I'm very spontaneous. I'm, you know, I'm pretty like upbeat when when you when you get to know me. Like, and most of the time, like pretty much on the norm as well. So I was so I was like, oh, like I'm gonna use dirty, but I'm gonna flip it and make it look at in a positive way. Almost so like slutty I, vegan. Say it again. I feel like slutty vegan kind of use that same technique, exactly. with slutty. So I, I came up with Dirty Diane. So it's like, okay, people who are free spirited, lively, you know, be, go to the beat of their own drum, you know, right, not, right. not afraid to, you know, just pretty much say like, fuck the rules and just like, like do you. Because that's really the kind of person that I am. So right. when, I, when I look at it like that, then I, then I combined the two and I did Dirty and Diane.
do. Like I have her tattooed on me, um, like twice. Uh, I just tattooed her on my face, like her name on my. Yeah, yeah. I just got it. Actually, for real. It's it's so fine. (laughs) Um, she's her my my brand's name is tattooed on my knees. So like you know, she's with me all the time. So, um, and then. In her day, she was heavy into fashion. Right, she right. wore like really big, oversized coats and hats. Fly, huh? Yeah, she was. She <laughs> was the shit. Like she was the shit, and she was literally like my world. So, like when I, I always, like I said, I always knew that she was going to be a part of the name for the brand. I just didn't know how, and then that's how I came up with like Dirty Diane. Right, I feel that. And the thing about you is I feel like you had like a, a unique journey as far as to where you are today because you actually had like a career, like a real career. Yeah. Um, so so talk about leaving your career, what the career was, leaving your career to actually chase this passion. So when I mentioned earlier that I was living in Atlanta, so when I was living out there, I was in a relationship at the time. So mm-hmm. um, I was with that person for like six years. So when I was out there, my, my plan was, huh? I said, that's a touchdown. Six years. That's yeah. That's, <laughs> that's nice board. Like, he's a, he's great. Like I learned a lot when I was with him. Like, and we're still like really good friends. Um, so when I was in Atlanta, my plan was to go to nursing school mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Okay. So when I looked up how much nurses made out there, it ain't shit. Like nurses don't make nothing in Atlanta. Okay. So I was like, all right. So I talked over with my mom. She was like, move back home. So I was on. So I moved back home, and I went to nursing school. I was never the girl that was like, oh, I want to be a nurse all my life, and this. Uh, it, that's not me. And I tell people that all the time. Like, like when I was working as a nurse, I would tell people that all the time because most most environments that I worked in. I didn't really talk to people that much there. I really just came in, worked my shift, and I would bounce. Like, that was it. Right. So when they would ask me certain questions or like, oh, you going back to school to get your RN? Or are you going back to school? to? It was always, no. Like, no. This is just <laughs> simply to secure myself financially so that I could maintain a certain lifestyle that I was used to living. You know, when you're a kid and your mom and dad do for you and they expose you to certain things if you like that you want to be able to continue to live like that as adult as an adult that's mostly right. how you know i think people look at it so I, I went to school i went to lpn school it was a 12-month um program came you know did it 12 months came out i um I failed the NCLEX the first time so the NCLEX is the, t- the test you have to take to become licensed Right. Because in, and I felt because in school you're supposed to like do these like practice tests all throughout school, but I never did them because like I my mind was on like other shit at the time when I was in school. I was like right. literally looking up apartments in New York, and I was looking up you know the, the certain trends that's going on in, in fashion right now. Like I I just wasn't on that. So when I graduated, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go take the test and see if I pass it before I even study. Took the test. I fell. So I I was like, all right, I'm going to study for six months. And I was like, if I fell the second time, this isn't for me. Like it it was like my plan of how I thought this shit would go. It's not supposed to go like that. Right. Right. Went home, studied for, so I, I failed the test. The day after I found the test, I flew to Miami for the weekend. Went <laughs> to Miami, <laughs> had a ball. Like, I love Miami. Went to Miami, had a ball, you know, like did what I did. Came back home, got focused, studied for six months, took the test, passed it. <coughs> and that was 2016. I became a nurse and I worked for a good, like two and a half years, you know, like got my credit and everything in order, saved up a lot of money. And I did things that I needed to do and put myself in certain positions. And then like, I just was like, all right, I started a cleaning business and, you know, did some other things. And I just was like, I'm going to just, just go out and just trust myself because one thing about me, people who know me, like, like how you know me and we, you know, we've been friends for a long time. 
I am really a person that has to do things my way. And, right, and right. nursing, it got to the point I would be at work and I would and like I would need to take care of something at one o'clock in the afternoon, but I don't get off until three. And I I couldn't I couldn't do that anymore. Like I need to be able to do what I need to do. Or if so I just like, don't want to do anything, I want to have that option to not do anything. I just had to, and, and it wasn't really a hard transition for me to leave. It was more so like, I, I, I didn't want to like go broke and I didn't want to like, um, I didn't want to like put all my eggs in one basket and kind of just like not in it, in it, not work out. But you know, like it's been, it's been, it's been good. Like it, I work at my own pace and I don't, I've never been like the person with my brand to like compare my brand to other brands and what I see other people doing. Cause I am really in my own lane. That's really how I look at it. I really only see dirty Diane brand. I don't even see any other brands. Right. So, you sound like, you sound like Wayne when Wayne said he don't listen to nobody else's music. He only listens to his own. Yeah. Like I really don't, like I don't see any other brand. <laughs> and, it, and I think that I, I, I love that about myself because I, like my the pace that I go at is really it's really really nice like it's really 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 nice like there have been certain opportunities that have came my way and I have not you know like entertained them just because I'm not ready to either take on that type of traffic that I know would come to my brand or you know that type of attention or whatever the case may be I want to do it you know on my terms and when I'm ready to you know ready to do it but yeah like I was a nurse and I, you know, I had to, I had to do what I had to do. I still, but the thing is though, being as though I don't work as a nurse anymore, I still do keep my license and stuff active. So like my license, all my clearances and stuff are active all the time. So if ever anything happened, if I needed to make a quick 10,000, I can know, or I can go work for a month or two and make this money real quick and then be out. Right. I'm grateful for it. Like I'm a hundred percent grateful because it, uh, it allowed me to put certain things in, in order. And like yeah. I said, be able to maintain a lifestyle that I was used to living. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good tool to have in your back pocket. Just in case you need to, uh, you know, pop out real quick. Like you said, and track yeah. crazy. So listen, I know you said you work at your own pace. Um, let's talk about your latest line. You just dropped. How, how long ago did you drop that? So I dropped appointment only, April, hold on, let me look. I think I dropped it April 19th, I and think. What's been the response? First of all, yeah, what, I dropped it April 19th. It was a small little capsule. Um, and it's so, yeah, it's so crazy because when I went to do the shoot for it, the, my photographer was like, um, what's, he was like, was there a theme behind, like behind all of these designs? So I was like, no, you know, like I created them each like like di on different days. Like it wasn't even like, oh, I sat down and did it all together. So he was like, oh, because like it all tells a story. So when I looked at it, I was like, oh, wow, like it really does. But um, it dropped on the 19th. Um, all the hoodies are sold out besides two. I have like one extra small and one double X left. Um, the t-shirts, most, all the smalls are sold out, all the mediums, there's like a few larges, I think all the extra larges are gone, and like a few, uh, two X's, it, it, it this is what so I'm talking well. about, say it again, I said, so it did well, like, it went, it went yeah, crazy, it did, it did really up. well, um, what I'm surprised, what I was so surprised about with, with the appointment only drop for Dirty Diane brand was, how fast the hoodies went. <laughs> I didn't time it well for like when I was post, when I was originally supposed to release the hoodie. So I really thought people weren't even going to buy the hoodie no more because you know, it's getting, it's getting it warm out. Right, but right, I mean, right. the hoodie is, is the, 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 I use like a, um, a organic lightweight cotton for, for some of my hoodies. And in this particular one, it was a lot, it's an organic lightweight cotton. So I, you know, I emphasize that in like the description and blah, blah, blah. And it, those hoodies went like that. I could not believe it, but it's been so many like windy and little nippy days. Yeah. I wear hoodies all year round. So I, I feel yeah. like it's a bad time to drop a hoodie. 
Yeah, like even like if I go to Miami or something, and like and at, at night I definitely put on a hoodie with some yeah, shorts. Yeah, like, hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. all hell the time. Yeah. So I, I I emphasize that in the description, like you know this hoodie you definitely can wear, um, you know throughout the throughout the uh, spring and summer. You know it's very lightweight, but it did the hoodie went fast. And it's I get this from my last drop, my wish you were here hoodie, which I'm actually I have it on right, right now. Yeah. This is my first one. I actually love this hoodie. Like I love it so much. But this hoodie sold out in like four days. That was my fastest ever. Like since since me dropping merch. I couldn't right. believe it. This hoodie sold out in four days and then um the then then like so and then with the appointment only drop, I've gotten orders every single day since I have dropped. That's what's up. So you definitely are thriving, doing your thing. Like I said, that's why I said your um your journey has been unique. Like I said, you were a nurse, you were doing your thing. You decided to well not put it away because you still got it in your back pocket if you want to nurse nurse some yeah. money back to health. But um, <laughs> so listen, so like I said, you put that away. Then you started doing your thing in 2015. It took two years for you to really drop your first line. So now looking at where we are, I mean, we can still count the creative thought from 2015 and now we're in 2021. Are you where you thought you'd be or are you doing better? I, I, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing better. You're doing I, way I'm better. doing better than what I, what I thought. Um, I didn't think that like, I'd be like, like even for like, like how for the culture reached out to me to, you know, collab with them and design for them. Like they're, you know, like, like doing things with other brands and like, I'd be, I ghost design for a couple other people. I just ghost design for my best friend for her, uh, mental health, um, uh, merch that she just dropped, you know, oh, stuff so like Christa, that. Man. Huh? I said, shut up to Krista. Yeah. So you know, like, I don't know if you're allowed to say that. Like, are you allowed to say that? But <laughs> like, say if you're a ghostwriter for a rapper, you can't be like, "Yeah, I just ghostwrote for." <laughs> I mean, I feel like, well, why not? Like, well, you ain't a ghost no more. <laughs> well, I mean, she, she, her, okay, her doesn't count because that, that's my best friend. But like other people, you know, I won't dis- disclose that. But yeah, like I feel like. You know, I I didn't really, I never really looked at myself as like a ghost designer. You get what right, I mean? Right. Like I never looked at myself as like, oh yeah. You want your credit? <laughs> I, I do, cause cause my shit is fire and like I do. Listen, we tired. Of, listen, you already know, you already know the model. We tired of being humble. Yeah, so, like you know, <laughs> so I I never really looked at myself as like having other brands and other people want me to design for them on top of thinking of ideas for my own personal brand. So like, you know, to be, to be there to, to have people really like buying my stuff and wearing like, like if I go on Instagram and somebody tagged me cause they wore their shirt today or their hoodie today, I really be like, wow, like this is really something that I came up with and design and brought to life. And then, you know, like people, people who don't know me that buy from me and follow the brand and, you know, cause I have people who, who have known me for years and they don't follow. Cause it's, it's not even about purchasing, you know, support, support is like literally a hundred percent free. So I have people who, who have known me for years and they don't even follow my brand or have, you know, you know, nothing really to say, which I don't even get even caught up in that stuff no more. I really don't even care. But it's like right. when I see like like strangers who really just like follow the brand or repost or and then go to the extent as to buying. It's like, oh, Love. wow. You know, so I, I look at it like if I'm right here right now and I didn't expect myself to be right here with the brand, I can imagine where I'll be in like three or four years. Like, you know, I don't, I was just saying um, to mom, like mom and my sisters, like, I feel like something big is about to happen with the brand. I say, I don't know what, but I just feel like something, something good is going to happen with it. And to me, it all starts with like positive thoughts. So if you feeling that it's definitely, it's definitely going to come through. How do you, how would you describe like your personal style? I'm like, I'm like comfy chic. 
I'll say I'll, I'll describe it like that. I'm, I'm like comfy chic. So like I can, you know, I can definitely be chill, but um, I can definitely make it sexy rather if I, uh, you know, put a hill on with it or, you know, I might. I might do a crop with maybe like some baggy denim or a baggy jogger or some sweat, something like that. So I definitely would say I'm like a comfy girl, but I'm, I'm very chic and I'm, and I'm, and I'm very edgy. So like, um, I'm not afraid to like pretty much wear anything. Like I'm not afraid to put, put like anything on. I'm not afraid to do. I'm very secure with my body. Um, I'm very, free spirited with my body too. So like, I'm not afraid to like, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm really into the side boob thing. I never really wear a bra. So when I wear white beaters and stuff like that and crops, the nipples is definitely poking. So it's just, yeah. So, you know, like I'm, I'm very, I'm very, very secure with that. So I would say, yeah, like I'm like comfy chic with a little bit of edge. I'm, I'm, I, I get dressed though. Like I, I definitely, I definitely throw that shit on rather. Throw that it, shit on. Yeah, I, I definitely know how to put stuff together. So yeah. So growing up, like, were you always fresh? Like I've met your father before your pop. Every time I run into homie, I don't care if it's seven o'clock in the morning, he walking a dog. Homie, dumb fresh. So I guess this might be a dumb question because I know you, but <laughs> for the people growing up, LM just going up, were you always fresh? Did you always have the latest shit? So growing up, yeah, like like growing up, um, I yeah, like okay, this no, this this is what I say. When I was when I look at pictures of myself like a little kid, I dressed like a little kid, like you know, I was in like regular little kid things. But when I got to the age where I was able to like have my own style and like understand what was what was certain things, yes, like my parents always made sure that um I had like the latest but it wasn't on like no oh whatever you want and you can get the latest no it was like I, I was like a good kid so like okay I did what I was supposed to do I, I behaved how I was supposed to behave and I did the things I was supposed to do in school and I got what I what I wanted but like yes I definitely always had like the latest anything so when Jordan's was real was real popular when I was a kid growing up. I always had Jordans, which I didn't even like them. And, and my and my parents all like my parents and um one of my uncles they always bought me them, and I did not like Jordans like at all. But like when Limited Two was like a big deal back in the day, yes, like we would have gift cards, five hundred on them gift cards, running it up in limited two in Springfield Mall. Yeah. So right, right, right. I always had like the latest, always everything. So then I just, you know, pretty and then like in college, I was always with with the latest. I was always fresh. And then it just, you know, as I got older and, and that's what I mean. That's what I mean by like I had to be able to maintain a lifestyle that I was used to living. Not that I'm like this materialistic person. It's it has nothing to do with labels. It's just like I like to look nice. I like to look presentable. I like to, you know, like keep myself up. Rather if I'm shopping at H and M or if I'm at Sex. But I wanted to be able to do that on my terms. And right. when I once you get to a certain age, it's no more mom and dad. So I just I had to figure it out. Right, right. Because I know when we was out in Vegas this past summer. Y'all going into Louis Vuitton. Y'all doing all that. Now me personally, I don't even go in them stores. I keep my eyes yeah. closed when I walk by them. So <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all definitely was doing your thing. All right. So listen, I know we got the show started off on a positive note, right? Mm-hmm. So, now, now you can talk your shit. What's a trend right now that's going crazy that you can't stand? Like, what's fucking corny as shit right now that, but everybody be, be doing it? You would say. Um. So clothes or just like just in, fa- just in fashion in general, like the shit people wearing. Let's see. What people are wearing? Um. And clothes. Or if we flip it, what's something that people like? Like, what's going on right now that you do like that, that's in right now? So what I do love is like how like the seventies 
trend is kind of coming back with like the real, real high waist pants. I got all of mine from Zara. So they're like really, really high waist and they're super long. I just wore a pair um, when I was on vacation and they were just like everything, like everything. Um, You know, one thing that I am kind of getting sick of and I've seen it a lot uh, yesterday when I was out, the, the, the scrunch dresses, those like slip dresses. That's like, that's like scrunchy on the sides. I'm over it. You done? I'm over it. <laughs> it was, it was nice. Cause don't get me wrong. I love me a nice little slip dress or a nice little slip skirt, but it's, it's just, it's coming off like too cheesy now. Like it's like, it's just, I'm over it. It, it was like, yeah, no. And like everybody had them on where I was like yesterday. And I was just like, uh, like you, you was done with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm over that. And like the, um, the, the the first slides. I hate first slides, me personally, but I don't think they belong outside. I hated them when they, so when they first started. Yeah, and I just wish that shit just like go. Like I just I can't like at all. Like I don't want to see any any of that this summer. Like at all. But yeah, I love like this whole seventies thing coming back, even with like the big. Um, Bottega, they have like these new like mules I just seen on their website. Uh, mm-hmm. They're like a, it's like a chunky wedge, like again, it, it gives it gives me like very like seventies inspired, and it comes in like a um, I seen like a neon like greenish color that I love. So I'm really feeling like the whole like real high waist, lo- super long style jean that's out right now, and um. You know, like that that wedge, chunky, chunky hill. I'm in love with it. I I love wedges. Like I love them. So um, that's really my thing. So when you out and about, like maybe even yesterday per se, what's something if you see a what's something you like to see a guy in? Like what, what attracts you that a guy might be wearing that, that attracts you to a guy? Uh, you go to smile. So she already know what it is. What you out here looking for, Dan? No, I'm smiling because like. <laughs> When I was out yesterday, I was looking at a lot of the guys dressed, and I just was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I want—I wish I could dress every, mostly ninety-five percent of the guys in there. But um, I, you know, I just—I like okay. I do like guys who get dressed. I do like that. Like, um, I'm definitely attracted to that, and and not even so much with like labels. I just like guys who look put together. Like, but for real, for real, like if you, if you got on like a nice jean, a nice little clean polo tee, a good sneaker, even you got on just some, some new balances. I'm, I am a sucker for a, a new balance, some jeans and a nice little clean polo tee, you know, like I'm good with that. But if you want to get crazy and you, you know, like you want to really take it there. You know, I like guys who, um, you know, like I like a nice, you know, maybe graphic tee or a nice, you know, just a regular tee, some jeans. It's, it's not even so much of like, what do I like to see guys? And I just like guys who look put together, you know, like I like guys who look put together. I don't now what I don't like is that overly tight look. I don't, I don't like that. So like, I know the fitted look is in for men, and I like that. But some people take it way, way too far. So like how, so like how y'all look when we was in Vegas. So like you know, like on a norm, how you, my, and Scott look. That's what I like. That's what, those are the kind of guys that I date, you know, and that I'm attracted to. So like y'all just was in t-shirts, a nice hoodie, some nice shorts, you know. Y'all had good clean footwear on. I just like people to look together and and presentable because if you with me that's how i'm going to look with you so that that's you know that's that's how i like it you know what and that example leads us to the conversation for tonight people so listen this is what i'm gonna do all right so i'm gonna play this audio clip and we're gonna have a you know we have a real conversation because one thing i can say about you and i um brother was down center city in parktown 
Yeah. Um, the restaurant, your people's restaurant outside Philly, mm-hmm. or even like out Vegas when we fly, when we right. roll out. Like, we, you and I always have good conversations. We have in depth conversations. We do. We do. So, um, one thing about, about me is I feel like conversations with a camera on are always different. Okay. You know I, mean? I always be like, damn, I wish I could have recorded that. Because when we somewhere chilling, it's just authentic. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to tip the head on our, our conversation tonight. I'm going to play this clip. And I just want to have an honest conversation. And I want to know how, how you feel about it, all right? Okay. So give me a second. Now, this is actually an older, um, this is an older clip that resurfaced from Steve Harvey. And I'm going to play it. And hopefully, um, you know, hopefully the people can hear it. And if not, you know, I'll edit it and make it happen. But this is Steve Harvey talking about why he cannot have women as friends. And I want to know how, how you feel about it, all right? Okay. So here it is right here. I'm, I'm incapable of that. Talk to him, Steve. Well, because, you know, come on. Because you have a wife. Well, I have a wife, and I don't I don't really have female friends because, look, okay, let's get rid of this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you this. Let's get rid of this right there. there you, you're an attractive woman. There's some guy somewhere saying, yeah, I'm, we're friends. No. That's me. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor, and trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack the moment he gets the opportunity. Slide, baby, slide. My boy said 99.9. Now, before I let you go, I'm going to just go. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious to to hear what you have to say. So listen, we all know this. This is ain't rocket science, people. This is episode seventy six. So y'all know how I'm coming. Uh, you know, I'm the defense attorney for the real niggas. And Steve Harvey is one hundred percent wrong. Okay. Okay. And what he's wrong about is when he says the only reason we all friend is so when there's a chink in the armor, we can slide through the door. Now you and I we've been friends for a while. Right. That's not the only reason I'm your friend. Right. I will be your friend regardless. So that's the only thing I disagree with what Steve is saying. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I don't have any ugly friends. I don't even know how you become friends with somebody not attracted to. So with that being said, everything else he said is on the money. Okay. So the only thing I, I got an issue with Steve said is when he says men, it's the only reason they hang around being your friend. I don't, I don't agree with that. I, I can be a fr- I can be friendly with a woman um, and, and I have not to have and don't have to have sex with her. And I'm definitely not going to be friendly with her just waiting for the opportunity. Right, right. I'm in there. Okay, so. uh, All right. I don't. Okay, so this is what I'll say. I don't agree with. I don't agree with the part that he said, like that. That that people who so that guys who are friends with females that they're just waiting for like an opportunity for if she's in a relationship for it to go wrong and then they would make their move. So like, like okay, so me, you and I are friends. Um, me and my uh, Cody. Um, gang, yeah, yeah, the whole gang. Uh, scrap like. Yo, like I vacationed with y'all and I'll just say this I have never gotten any type of indication that any of y'all were ever like attracted now if you're attracted to me th- that okay that's, right. that's that's normal that attraction is just oh I think she's pretty or I can say oh I think they're handsome you know that's that's a form of attraction but to be like oh yeah like I'm 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 only friends with Dan because as soon as this as soon as things go left with who she with, I'm gonna slide in and try to hit. Like I think that's weird. Like I've I've never gotten any type of impression from no guys that I'm that I'm friends with. Even like people that I'm friends with outside of y'all. Like they They've never made me feel like that. Now, what they do with other females, I don't know, and I don't care. Because it now I do know that narrative is true, but I don't. It's true to when it when it you know like when when it's that situation. But just to generalize it, I, I don't I don't I don't agree with that. I, but I, but I can understand why he can 
say that because you do have people, male and females. I'm not going to put it all on the on the guys. You Thank do you. have females who be like, "Oh yeah, this my friend. This my friend," and they're intimate. Right. So. All right, so, so 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 you and I agree on the same thing. We agree with everything Steve said, besides yeah. the part where he says... Did he, did he say that he can't have female, female friends? Yeah, we're going to get that in a second. So <laughs> you you and I agree on the same part, which is um, we agree with everything Steve said, except that people... We, like, we, we don't... We both, nobody's sitting around hoping whatever you got going on goes left. I'm not going to be friendly yeah, with you like, because of that. But right. everything else he said, I, I agree with. So, um, but yeah, what Steve said is he's Steve used the word incapable. Steve said he's incapable. <laughs> so I think that's a different level. Yeah. Yes. So if you're okay, in a relationship, so this or, is all right. Go ahead. No, what were you saying? So I was about to say, are, are you single or are you, are you in a relationship or what? No, I'm single. Yeah. Okay. So do you would you allow uh your partner if you was if you was in a relationship to have what he would call plutonic friendship? Like, do you believe in that? Do you believe? So this okay. So this is what I say. There was a, there was a time when I was very immature and very like simple minded where I was one of those girls that was like, oh, yeah, no, like it's me and that's it. But at the time, the person that I was with, um, you know, like he was cool with it just being me like. He was he was cool with that, and 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 at the time it was just him too. So it, it wasn't like like I had guys that I was like friends with, but once I got into my relationship, it was like it's listen, it's all about him. And right. he what he wasn't like a person that was like, oh yeah, don't talk to this person. It was nothing like that, and I wasn't like that either with with him. It was just like we're always together, and we. It, you know, you don't, it ain't, you not have, it's not, you don't really have to do anything with anybody else. But I would have conversations with my girlfriends and stuff like that. And I was one of those girls that was like, oh yeah, no, my, you know, like my man, he ain't having no girls, you know, like he's not having no girl, he's not having no girls as friends. And I don't want to be around none of his friends. I was definitely like that. <clears throat> as I've gotten older and as I've matured and as I have, you know, like been in, been in other relationships, dealt with other people. And I can see how, you know, like you really could have grown up with someone or met someone in college or work with somebody and y'all really do have a friendship and it really just be friendship because I have it. So like, I really, like y'all are really my friends. Y'all have really been in in my home, in my parents' home, you know, we have traveled together. Like I do, I do understand it now, but this is what I will say. It's, it does have to be like a boundary, a boundary because it was one person that I was dealing with. And it was like, you with your friends, like every every night y'all 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 taking shots and, and going out to dinner i'm not with that, you wasn't feeling that. i understand <laughs> that me from wherever but i don't really care about her and and that's just how that's gonna go so yeah, I, I definitely i think it's boundaries i'm i i because now being older and having so much going on and having so much of like my own life you got to be if, whoever I would be with at this age and at this time in my life. You have you have to have a life outside of me because I right. have a life outside of you. So mm. I'm not opposed to it. I, I would never be like, oh, yeah, you can't have friends. But you, it is going to be boundaries and it's going to be a, a level of like, you know, respect, of course. Right, and right. certain things, well, you know, like it's, it's so funny. My, when we when we came back from Vegas. My sister was like, um, she asked me, she was like, do you think that if you were in a relationship, you would have went, you would have still went to Vegas? And she was like, and if you were to get in one, would you, would you do a trip like that with them again? You know, the funny and thing I, is somebody didn't come because they were in a relationship. I'm not going to name no names, but it was somebody who came with us the year before. And then all of a sudden, because she was in a relationship, she felt like she couldn't come. You know what? You motherfucker, you shouldn't have came. 
Yeah. So, whatever so nigga you with wasn't going to like how we carried out there. Like, you already know. And this is the thing, though. Because, all right, so, well, hold up. Now, anybody I'm with, they want to carry how y'all carry out there. So, he wouldn't feel that. He wouldn't feel no type of way about that. But he come. Or he can come. Or he, or he can come. Too. But this is what I know. This is what I will say. What I have learned is throughout being in relationships, you have to accept me as like who I am. So I was vacationing and hanging out with my friends before I got with you. So that should not have to change. You should, you should accept and respect and trust me enough to know that what I'm saying is going down is, is what's going down. You know what I mean? Let me me just say this real quick. Um, Because two things, first of all, the word boundary, right? Yeah. That takes you back to therapy. Okay. Cause you already know I was in my relationship and your, and, and, and your boy was out of pocket. Right. And yes. another, another thing I want to say is what you just mentioned is I was like this before you got into your relationship. Yeah. Which is something also I had to learn the hard way. So it's like for me, um, so I'm, I'm with you. You met me before. First of yeah. all, you met me hosting an alumni, but you met me hosting a party, which means I'm outgoing. I know a lot of people. Right. Blase, 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 blase. So in my relationship, I would say that, like, well, listen, you, you notice how I get down. Right, right, right. You, you feel me? But it, it, it got kind of crazy. And, and what I learned and moving on, if I ever get into another relationship, is like, I'm shut the door. I can't be how I am in a relationship. Number one, because I'm inappropriate. This is a person. Like, <laughs> you feel me? Like, I'm fucking inappropriate. I don't believe in boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like, um, and, and another thing I learned. Another thing I learned is I'm arguing about my female friends because me, I know you, she was like, well, where do you know her from? Where you know? I was meeting new friends. Like, you can't be, that's one thing if you grew up yeah. with somebody. Now, yeah, I'm meeting new friends, I'm in a relationship. Right. So that, 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 looks sus- that looks suspect. So my yeah. whole thing is if I ever get into another relationship, I'm going, um, I'm going to have to shut the door. Like, I'm going to have to chill out. You feel me? And because well, like, things, yes. But what I will say is this: the homegirls I'm arguing about saying, "Are we friends?" Blase, blase, blase. When they found niggas, I couldn't even find them hoes. So now I'm like, I was in my relationship battling for these hoes, <laughs> and now they got niggas. And so I, I actually learned that. So that's two things I learned. If I was yeah. in a relationship, boundaries is real. You, you, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And also, I, I I can't keep saying you met me. I was like this because I'm already remedial. Well, you can though. With with it depends on what you're. It, it depends on what you're saying though. Like, like okay, like that's like with me saying that. Like you met. Okay, so I travel with y'all. We mm-hmm. travel. We probably Vegas is probably going to be a yearly thing that we do. We're probably yeah, going know, in yeah. September. Yeah, like yeah. all the pool parties are open. By the way, so Vegas up. is probably going to be a trip that we always do. So if I get into a relationship in a month and come September, we're planning Vegas. My nigga got to know and be comfortable enough to know, like, my chick is going to Vegas with her friends. Now, this, this is what I will but you say. you sleep the whole time anyway, though, so. Right. So this, this is what I'm saying. When you know <laughs> who you're with, out there. <laughs> when you know who you're with. There is no worries. Like this will, let me tell you something. I can say this confidently. And if any of if anybody that I have ever been with listens to this podcast, they will be like, she's telling the truth. I have never cheated in my life. Like I have never cheated on anybody. Like anybody. So you don't, it's certain things that you want to know what, that you're going to get with dealing with me. So you don't have to question like she's going on a trip with, with, with these niggas and she, you know, she goes, she does this every year. Right. But it's like, you're going to get a hold of me. I'm going to be talking to you the whole time. Listen, you can come if you want, but you know, always like you should, always yeah, give the but, but this is the thing though. I just how secure I make my nigga feel. I want to feel just as secure too, though. So like, if you going, if you're going on a trip with your friends, these have to be females that you have known. Y- y- y'all have a history. People, the guys that I'm friends with that have, you know, like I said, that have been inside my home, been inside my parents' house, or like you know, been hang out with me down where my dad lives. Blah blah blah. 
we have a history. It's it's a, it's real. It's like okay, this is really your my friend. I probably have talked on the phone on, with on like you know on the phone with them around you. So like I would want the same type of security. So my nigga not just going on a trip with with five random females <laughs> and, and his homies, and it's just like these. It's just some random chicks. No, nah, I'm not. Doing is, is it is it different for males though? Like, is it different for males just because like I don't think it's fair, but is it different for males because males act different in general? Yeah, y'all act different. Y'all dumb as shit. It's yes, it's very different. I'm not even gonna hold you. If my nigga told me he was going on a trip with with his homies and some bitches, I would be I would be irked. I would be very irked. I would be irked. Especially if the ratio is yes. like, for example, if it was how about, we went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be, I would be irked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even gonna sit on here and lie. I would be irked, and we probably wouldn't be together no more. Damn. But if, but if it was, it, but if but it's you, trip, it's not that though because I'm not a cheater, I'm not a liar, and like I said, my friendships is real friendships, it's real history with with my friends. Y- y'all be, this is probably somebody that you either had sex with be- with before. Or somebody that you've been plotting on and y'all going on a weekend in Miami. No, no. All right, so that leads us back to the original question, which is this. I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> Are you cool with your with your girls with your girl having male friends? Yeah, but it, it got to be a storyline. It, it definitely right. got to be some type of history. Right. I need to see the fifth grade graduation pictures. You ain't gonna just tell me this nigga just. You know. You know what I'm not cool with. What and, and like this this conversation about to take a hard left. What I'm not cool with is the work husbands out here. All right. Oh yeah, I, I think that's weird. I've so, never been into that. So 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 basically, like I said, like if you knew somebody before me, because yeah, no, I think I'm, that's a little weird. Yeah, like if you knew somebody before me, it is what it is. Like I'm super secure. It is what it is. There's nothing I can do about that. If, yeah. if I said, hey, don't hang out with him, now you're hanging out with the guy behind my back, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to these work husbands. It's like you're friends with a guy at work, okay? Yeah. You're getting paid to hang out with this guy. You're spend, y'all don't have to go on dates or hang out. You're, you're, y'all spending eight hours a day together. Yeah. None of the niggas, you, you tell them all your business if you are in a relationship or if you're not. <laughs> yeah. You now, what, now, what I do believe Steve Harvey's 100% correct if he, if he was talking about work husbands. Because work husbands are somebody who only see you at work you got right. that right. He's sitting there waiting to wait, 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 that, slide through there. That be a you know that work husband shit is how a lot of like affairs start with people who are like married. Think about this, shit. damn. Think about this. A lot of times with the work husbands, you wouldn't even, you would not even be able to approach this woman on the street, but because exactly. your cuckoo is next to him, oh, you in there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. sit next to you for eight hours a day. Don't do no overtime. I don't yeah. have to. I always you. thought the work husbands and like the work girlfriends shit was always weird. That was always weird to me. Yeah, I never was into that or even entertained it. Like I said, I don't even. I didn't even talk really to people. Right, 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 right. Listen, if people think I am literally like so mean in like a work environment because I really just was like coming in, doing what I got to do, and I would leave. Like I'd be on my phone. And that's it. So, but I always, I see that topic a lot on like the memes on Instagram, like, oh yeah, the work husband. And I always, like when I, when I read the comments, I'm just like, yo, people are crazy. No, cause, cause, cause it's, a, it's a real thing. I mean, cause if you're literally with somebody eight hours a day, um, yeah. like, you don't have to take them out on dates. You might pay for their lunch here and there. Yeah. Like, it's an automatic end. And listen, I'm not going to act like, listen, I was never considered a work husband, but I know <laughs> one thing about me. If we hanging out eight hours a day, we're going to have sex. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, hey, that's why though. Why? Why well, if you're hanging that, out with somebody eight hours a day? Well, first of all, let me just, let me just clarify. This is like pre my whole life I'm living right now. Like growing up, twenty one, fresh out of college, twenty one, twenty two. Because I, I feel like um, this is how I honestly feel, and this is a good topic because I know we talk about the fashion thing, right? Hmm. I just like in general, like I'm not fashion boy. Like I'm gonna show right. up, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be presentable, but I don't make but my you're money. Comfortable with your style, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just pulling up, right? Right. But I feel like when I when you first see me, 
you ain't worried about me. Mm-hmm. But my strength, I feel like, is my personality. So, yeah, yeah. if I want you, I can fall back. I can chill. So, for example, if it's a work situation, mm-hmm. first of all, I got on a uniform or whatever. So, I'm, I'm, we ain't got to worry about the fashion part. Right. If we hanging out, I'm cracking jokes. We busted up eight hours. No, oh, I'm in there. And this is just my life experience. Like, I'm not even on here on no on on cocky shit. It's just, it's just, right, right, right. It, 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 it just, just is what it is. It's happened, right. It just, it, it just is what it is. So, um, and, that, and that's just where I'm at with it. But to take the conversation full circle and to go back to, can you have plutonic relationships mm-hmm. as far as male and female? I honestly think you can, right? I think you like, can too. Like, I for example, you, you, you come out with us, you bring the family with you, you bring your sisters or whatever. Like, it's, it's all yeah. love, it's all respect. But going back to when I said I have, I don't have all my friends are attractive. Like all my female friends are attractive, mm-hmm. and if they need me, let me know. I ain't gonna at nobody on this podcast, but I'm available. You know, your boy's single, but I'm not. I Yo, would, you're I don't you. all my friends. I don't have one friend I wouldn't knock down because I don't have ugly friends. Right. So I just if y'all I need see, me, I see what you mean. Yeah. Since, since we since we're on the topic, if y'all need me, you know, y'all know the number. <laughs> Let me get off here if I get it. But, but <laughs> like, wait, wait, I have a question. What's up? It it's not hard. Like, all right, when you're friends with somebody, right? right. And y'all are really just like friends. It's it's not hard for you to like look look at her in like a sexual way. Like it's like 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 okay, how how do I say it? So like, like, all right. Somebody that you're not friends with, right? Uh-huh. You could you could look at her and like she could you could instantly she could instantly turn you on like you you know like it's like crazy sex appeal because you don't it's it's no type of connection at all you don't know her but somebody that you have been like you know cool with y'all connected on a friend level whatever whatever it would it's not hard for you like to turn it off and be like oh shit i'm gonna fuck the shit out of her or something like that like it's hard over here it, it, when, when i say it's hard i'm not talking about the idea if you get what i'm saying <laughs> listen my friends i'm knocking it down because wow that's i'm keeping i'm keeping i i'm just no i respect the honesty I, there's I nobody like <laughs> I'm trying to listen. I have great friends, great female friends, friends I never touched, yeah. been inappropriate with, all that. I can honestly say I can never be like, oh my god, she's like my sister. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. And you know my man. We can talk about it all, Mike. Right. My man posted his sister on the gram the other day. I said, boy, she be looking good as shit. That's right. my baby sis, man. Chill, nigga. Babies. <laughs> First of all, they my baby sis. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take that thing to pound town quick. I ain't playing out here, boy. No, you are so crazy. <laughs> no, I get it, though. I get it. But no, I... She I, probably know as well, but... Yeah. I feel like... I, I agree. I think that men and women can definitely have regular friendships and not be on, like, no shady extra shit. And y'all really just are friends. Like, it. let me tell you something. All of my friends, all of my male friends, I have never had sex with any of them. Never. So it, it, it ain't even like, oh, yeah, we tried to talk, but it didn't work out. We had sex once, but it, no, like no, nothing like that. I don't know what people have discussed amongst the group or not even y'all group, just in general, or what he right. may have told one of his other friends or whatever of how he, you know, look at me or whatever, but nobody has ever made me feel uncomfortable. Nobody ever made me feel like, oh, this nigga really trying to, like, get with me, but he act, never. Never. Yeah, so they, well, it's either that they, y'all have a, like, and like I keep saying, not just your group, but all my male friends, they, they either have an extremely high respect level for me, or it's really just, that's really like, damn, like, she's just cool as shit, she's a fucking vibe, and that's my homie. Like, Listen, fuck that. I mean, you are cool as shit and you are a vibe, but niggas, is, <laughs> niggas will definitely hit. But let me let me just say this though. I know for me in general, women, women, period, y'all all getting respect. Well, I know you on the street, whether yeah. you're my friend. I'm always gonna leave with respect. Right. When you right. start talking about the chink in the armor and all that, like again, if you need me, I'm available. But yeah, yeah, yeah. especially me and my niggas, like we we always gonna show love and always gonna leave with respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if you try it and the and the feelings aren't reciprocated, me and my niggas, I can speak for my niggas, we not on no well fuck her then. Right, or, right, right. Well, piss your own mill in. Like, 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 that's corny. 
that's, yeah. that's, that's corny. You know what I'm saying? But Steve, out of pocket. I, I have a story. I have a story to tell you off mic. You'll be still be. Right I, I just thought of it. I just thought of it. Tell it right now. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Right, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you off mic. All right, man. This ain't Rocket Science People, episode 76. Before I let you go, Dan, what's the Instagram? Where can they find you? What's the website? What's happening? Um, so my Instagram, so my personal Instagram is that damn underscore underscore damn. So the first damn is the regular way you spell damn, D-A-M-N underscore underscore my name, D-A-M. That's my personal page. And my personal page is just like a lifestyle type of like fashion page. Like I post you know, here and there. Um, and then the brands page is just simply dirty Diane brand. Um, you know, definitely follow the brand, get familiar with it. Um, it's, it's really, it's, it's a vibe. Like, you know, like my, I feel like my brand, my brand's Instagram tells its own story. So like, you know, if you want to get familiar with my clothes, it's, it's a unisex streetwear brand. I forgot to mention that. So, Mm -hmm. and it's a lifestyle brand. I don't just, um, release clothes. I also, I do monthly playlists. Um, I also drop just like little, like life hack, life hack tips. Um, you know, in regards to whatever I'm, you know, feeling at the moment, but yes, the, the brand's Instagram is dirty. Diane and Diane is spelled D I A N brand. And the uh, website is dirty. Diane It's in my bio and the brand's bio. If you have, you know, like any questions or if you're interested in the, um, June 6th appointment only event and you are, you know, like a creative or a tastemaker and I'm, and we're just not familiar with each other. Definitely. DM me, reach out to me. If you know Tremaine personally, reach out to Tremaine. He'll, you know, definitely hit me up. Um, because we, like I said, we are still giving out invitations. We're not done yet, but we're, we're going to be cutting the appointments off soon. Cause we're almost at our max. So yeah, this was cool. I like this. This was my first podcast. It was a good time. I told you it was going to be a good time. Was. I told you we were going to have fun with it. We definitely want to do it again. Matter of fact, I might have to, I might have to host live from that from the uh, appointment only, John. I'm, I'm gonna talk to the owner, yeah, and see if I can or do a podcast live. You, or you know, you gotta get um, you gotta get culture on here, and maybe have us all on at, at once. You know what's crazy? Um, first of all, shout out like again, shout out to the culture, shout out to Scrap, shout out to Facts, everybody involved with the brand. Man, they was on this, John. They on like episode like 32, 33. Mm-hmm. You feel know I me? Mean? And this is seventy six, so we definitely do um to bring them back through here. Yeah. But fun fact, especially since it's single de Mayo coming up, again, shout out to my homie Facts. Fun fact is we used to record our podcast in the culture studio. Mm. And then again, because it's single de Mayo and only facts know this, it became a rap. And I'm I won't say why. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to the homies. This ain't Rocket Science people episode 76. It's definitely been fun. Damn, I appreciate you popping out. It was always a good time. Thank it was always you a good so conversation. Much for having me. You already know. Tired of being hot of being hot of